Hi, I'm Sarah Lavendusky, Senior Editor of Advantages Magazine, and I'm honored to welcome Nick Miraboli to the podcast. Nick is the Vice President of Merchandise and Licensing at Strand Promotional Solutions, and we're happy to announce our 2020 Distributor Salesperson of the Year. Nick has a story that's nothing short of amazing. He came back to the industry in the summer of 2018 with no active client or supplier relationships, and by the end of 2019, he had hit eight figures in sales, a year-over-year increase of 5,900%, which is just incredible. So, Nick, thanks so much for being with us, and congratulations. Thank you so much, Sarah. I appreciate it. It's quite an honor. Yeah. So tell us how you got your start in the promo industry. Well, I kind of remember remember it vividly. It was the mid-'90s, and my wife and I were newly married and had a retail store named Everything Personalized here in Westport, Connecticut. And as you might imagine by the name, Everything Personalized, we, we personalized everything that we sold. So we were engravers, and uh, we did hand painting, debossing, and embroidery. It's kind of a unique store that allows us to be creative, sell, and engrave, you know, kind of at the same time. Um, we were selling baby gifts, wedding gifts, you know, graduation gifts, that kind of thing. And one day a gentleman came to our store and told me he was the sales director at IBM and asked if I could scan the IBM logo and engrave it on about 22 pewter boxes. Hmm. These were gifts for his sales team. And it was like the first time we had been asked to engrave a logo and do more than one item. We were right. doing onesies things, you know, a baby <laughs> gift, a wedding gift. We mm-hmm. did a couple of things for like bridal showers. Um, and so, you know, I was kind of amazed at the, the setup that we had done in this computerized New Hall engraving machine that we had bought. And I was reading the engraver's journal right around that time. And there was just advertisements. I remember there was, I was getting mail and I was reading advertisements and, and kind of right around the same time that I was doing multiples for people coming into my store, I read about ASI, and it seemed like a logical extension uh, to our current retail business. So I got involved. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, now you had um, you had been in promo, like you were talking about before. You took like a hiatus, and then you came back last year. So, what kind of work were you involved in for about four and a half, five years before coming back to the industry? Yeah. So, uh, so I had that. <clears throat> excuse me, retail business, you know, complemented by the ASI distributorship for about a decade. And <clears throat> I sold it in the late 90s, early 2000s. And when I sold that business, I worked in promotional product sales for another decade. And I was working for an agency that was focused on sporting events, major sports and entertainment properties. Mm-hmm. So I was providing logo merchandise for high-end consumer activations and experiential marketing campaigns. <clears throat> we were providing that level of merchandise that was given out at the events. There was increasing brand visibility, leveraging sponsorships, and engaging the consumers for like the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, NASCAR. That was kind of my focus as a distributor. Mm-hmm. So long story short, I left that promotional products VP distributor position that I had at the time to go work for another agency selling the design and production of these major events, essentially selling the event production. So more the more the the bigger production as opposed to the, the the promotional products themselves. So then, how did you know um, last year in 2018? How did you know you were ready to return to promotional products? Well, it's been about like you said. After about five years of selling the event production, the activation, I realized my sweet my sweet spot was the more tangible side of that sale. Right. Selling the assets to design designed to leverage those sponsorships at those events just was a lot easier. Uh, it was easier to sell. It was easier for people to understand. 
um, you know, w- when you're presenting a tangible product as opposed to this major event that's, you know, complicated with sponsorships and production and set design. Um, I realized that, you know, really my sweet spot was the tangible assets, the promotional products. It's really where I had the deepest relationships and in a lot of ways where I was most happy. So it wasn't a quick decision. I mean, it was five years and I was quite successful selling the major events, but I kind of realized, okay, what do I want to do the next, the rest of my life? And let me go back to the emotional products where I was happiest. Right. And you had done some research about getting back in the companies you were, um, you know, looking at to join and you decided on Strand. You started there in uh, the summer of 2018. You worked on building up your relationships again. You were talking to um, President Andy Shape about how this was all going to happen for you. And you also had a very special way that you visualized your sales goals. Can you tell us about that and what it took to build up your industry reputation again? Uh, certainly, yeah, that was you know quite a challenge because, as you mentioned, I've been out of the business for for five years. Uh, but from a reputation standpoint, I was solid. I had you know I had great relationships with all the suppliers and everyone in the industry. I'd always treated my supplier base with respect, professionalism, and frank you know frankly treated them like partners, like kind of like we preach and as as all distributors should. You know, the mm-hmm. successful distributors know that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I was good from that aspect. But what I didn't have was uh, was a Rolodex of clients. I frankly didn't have any. <laughs> Five years is a long time to be out of the industry. Right. And, you know, what clients may have remained were obviously buying from somebody else, some likely buying from my old firm. You know, so it's easier to reconnect with suppliers, but reconnecting with clients was, I knew it was going to be difficult. Right. <clears throat> so my initial objective was to create an awareness campaign, letting folks know that I was back in the industry. You know, back in sales, back selling promotional products, and logo merchandise. <clears throat> and I'd like to share with you and our listeners some of the high praise we received about you from your industry colleagues. Um, we heard from Keith Simon, the Executive Vice President of Sales at Supplier AAA Innovations, and he says, Nick worked extremely hard for his customers. He's smart, and he understands that trust and relationships are built over the long term. He's creative and takes time to understand our business so he can proactively offer ideas, and he does all of this in a manner that makes everyone around him comfortable. And Peter J. Leon, the Vice President of Sales and Marketing at Supplier Garland Writing Instrument Company, says, Nick is a pleasure to work with and exhibits high integrity and professionalism when developing and presenting his clients' values and project ideas. His communication skills and speedy follow-up are outstanding, which helps everyone adhere to manufacturing and delivery timelines. And also from Andy Shape, the President of Strand Promotional Solutions, your company, he says, Nick represents the unlimited opportunity that exists for the thousands of sales reps in our industry, not just to select few. He has showed how passion, perseverance, and professionalism pay off. His work ethic, respect for suppliers, and product knowledge are only part of his success. He also decided on what he wanted, set high goals, crossed them off, and set them higher. He works hard, does his homework, has a baseline of honesty and integrity, and he perseveres. So all very, very high praise. I just wanted to ask you, what drives you? Like, What really motivates you to get to the significant sales numbers that you're hitting now? And did you have that kind of vision in your mind when you um, started back up in 18. Well, thank you for reading those out. It's quite humbling to hear that from, <laughs> from the suppliers and my coworkers. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a good question. From a pragmatic standpoint, you know, I have two children in college next year, so I, you know, I needed <laughs> to be successful. Right. I really had no option. I knew that. Right. And from a theoretical standpoint, I probably felt that I shouldn't have left five years ago. You know, and I was thinking that had I stayed, I would have continued to increase my client list and would 
have continued to become more and more successful. So I knew I had a lot of catching up to do. Um, I mean, I did, I, I did kind of set a plan in place and, you know, kind of visualize where I wanted to be because I knew there was thousands of good distributors and I know how competitive the industry is. So I had to set my goals very high. Initially, I did set my goals to be number one salesperson in the office. And it's a little cocky, if you will, mm-hmm. but, you know, we've got very talented sales professionals at Strand. So I was like, that's going to be a high goal. But mm-hmm. I want to set that for myself because I want to be successful. And then I remember an Arnold speech where he said, set high goals, big goals, write them down, you know, everything that we've heard, the Tony Robbins speeches and a lot of the motivational uh, speeches that you hear, you know. And one of the things Arnold said was, scratch out that goal and set it higher. Mm-hmm. Strive to be number one. So I did after about two weeks. It sounds a little cheesy, but <laughs> I had, 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 had seen that goal in my mind's eye, and I realized I hadn't written it down. And so around that time, I was about to put it up on my wall. I saw an old copy of Advantages magazine in my office. Mm-hmm. It was a January edition, and it had the distributor of the year cover on it with a gentleman's face. So I picked it up, and I grabbed a Sharpie, and I scratched out the distributor's name and wrote my name over his. Mm-hmm. But then I crossed out the year and wrote 2020. And it was on my wall, I don't know, a week or so. And I don't know why, but I was staring at it, trying to get motivated. Then I cut out a picture of myself, and I pasted <laughs> it over his face. So I was trying to get myself motivated. I was like, all right, let me see if this works. I got to... I got to get pumped up. You know, yeah. I was giving my clients A1 service. I was, it was, you know, I was connecting with suppliers. I was connecting with old clients. I was doing research for new business. Um, you know, folks saw it in my office and they chuckled. <laughs> and uh, I had my naysayers, but I didn't care. You know, even if I fell short, I figured I'd be doing okay. You know, and I, and I wasn't afraid to fail. Sure, sure. It really goes to show the power of uh, visualization because here we are. Um, and then exactly. I, yeah, and I wanted to ask you too, you know, I know um, with, uh, you know, keeping clients satisfied and happy and coming back to you, it, it really takes some creativity and thinking outside the box and really um, having their, you know, protecting their brand and being very brand forward with them and, and always thinking of new ideas. Can you tell me um, about some of the industry products that you're excited about heading into 2020? Yeah, well, you know, one thing I I do is I, I love the way our industry continues to advance technologically. Yeah. You know, I have been in for 20 years, so I've really seen it grow exponentially. Um, and when I say, tech, you know, technologically, one of the things I, I, I mean is the way we decorate. Mm-hmm. The sheer number of products we can put a logo on, the number of ways we can do it, the speed at which we can do it, you know, that's, that's all very exciting. A lot of that has come, through, you know, through technology. And so oftentimes when I'm selling, I'm selling creativity. I, I am selling a product, but I'm selling that solution. I'm, I'm selling the, the the way that we decorate it and the way that it's the, the way that, that, that brand's mark is adhered to the product because that's kind of the most important thing to them. That's, that's what they're buying. They're buying their name on a product. Um, the other thing I love is just the new products. We have tons of entrepreneurs entering our industry, you know, every year. With, with new ideas, and I think, you know, that's the number one question we have from our clients. What's new? What's cool? What's hip? And knowing that answer uh, is, is key. Mm-hmm. And the good news is we got a lot of smart people out there, and they're bringing their products to us now more, more than they ever have. And the retail brands are as well, so I'm excited about that. There's more high-quality products entering our industry uh, than ever before, and our clients are asking for them. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm excited about the, the, the cool entrepreneurial unique ones, but also just the fact that we've got all the retail brands uh, at our disposal now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Wonderful. And Nick will be recognized and celebrated at the Distributor Choice Awards ceremony at the upcoming ASI show in Orlando. Now, Nick, you would share with me um, an interesting story about kind of your journey um, in the industry that I think is represented really well by the times that you attended Orlando. Can you share us that with, with us that story? <laughs> yeah, that that uh, that's funny you should ask that because it really just dawned on me when you had told me I'd won. You know, it, yeah. it kind of it kind of it kind of dawned on me, and I think I just kind of told you off the cuff. Um, it is kind of a cool story, I guess. It was, I think, it starts around the year 1999 or 2000 when I had my retail business, and we were dovetailing into um, the ASI distributorship. I was kind of coupling them together, and I had been to a couple of regional shows. I didn't know a lot about the industry, and uh, I thought I had been a member for a couple of years. And my wife said, hey, why don't you go down to Orlando ASI and take some classes and meet some suppliers and really, you know, learn about this industry if, if you're going to grow in that, in that, you know, genre. And I, she was focusing on the retail store, and I was focusing on the corporate gifts. So I said, okay, I'll, you know, I'll go down there and I'll check it out. I didn't know anyone, but I do remember seeing, like, camaraderie shared by so many members and you know i was encouraged but my objective was to go listen and learn you know meet suppliers find the cool products but i do remember being a little lonely and i was eating just about every meal at denny's by myself <laughs> <laughs> i think it was you know a quick walk from the quality in i didn't have much money that's why my wife didn't come down but i was like you know you know i was like this is going to be a good line I, I felt the sense that this could be a great business for me i felt the connection even though i was alone that this is something I could be successful in. Mm -hmm. And then I realized when you told me I won, which is very humbling this year, mm -hmm. I realized 10 years ago, I think around 2010, I remember ASI had sent an e-blast looking for ASI show speakers. And I filled out the application, wrote an essay, submitted it, and I was chosen. So a decade after I was down there all by myself eating at Denny's, I was at the higher agency, compliments of the ASI show folks. <laughs> <laughs> I knew hundreds yes. of people in the industry yeah. and... Yeah, and instead of attending classes, I was teaching them. Right. <laughs> so then you told me that I won advantages distributed the year 2020, and I realized it had been another decade. Right. And I was like, wow, another decade later, mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. actually won distributed a year. So I thought, wow, that's you know quite a a 20 year journey from 2000, no, not a soul. 2010 teaching classes, and then 2020 winning the uh, distributed the year award. I'm I was speechless. Yeah. Well, I, it's, it's, yeah, it's been an awesome journey for you. I, you know, congratulations again on your win and thank you for being with us and it was great speaking with you today. Thank you so much.